Welcome to the Throwdown, our mostly weekly segment where the Technodrome decides what is best, what is worst, who is right, and who is wrong. Gloves are off, gents. So if you haven't noticed, we have a returning guest here. We have Mike, our friend Big, who uh, joined us for our Star Wars Throwdown episode. And uh, he's joining us to revisit 80 songs. Now we're going to be picking an 80s song, each of us, that we love and an 80s song that we hate. Now, I'm going to pretend to put some time on the clock. Duff, you're going to get that gong ready? Got it ready. I'm going to throw it over to you, Sir Mike. Big, give us an 80s song that you love. All right. Uh, Thanks for having me back, guys. Um, My 80s song... uh that I love is uh, I the tiger by survivor. Um, when I was trying to think of what song I should pick, I, I was, I wanted the song to check a few boxes. I wanted it to be of the era with the quintessential 80s song hit song. Um, I also wanted it to be something that crossed over more broadly into pop culture. And I wanted it to be something that is enduring um, even to this day. And I think I have the tiger um, checks all those boxes. It was a hit song. The year it came from 1982 is the number two song of the year, actually. Um, and obviously it's, it's famous for being associated with Rocky three. Um, one of the most iconic movie franchises uh, from that era. Um, and, you know, I think it's one of the best um get hyped songs ever i mean people uh play that song when they're working out um when they're getting ready for a sporting event it's still played at sporting events today getting ready um, for a date yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and I, I was just reading a little bit about um the history of the song um uh survivor um was not a well-known um uh group not too well known before this this was their breakout hit and uh, Sylvester Stallone originally wanted to use another one like the dust by Queen in Rocky three. And they would not agree to it. Um, so he, he was familiar with Survivor and he asked them to write the song. And he gave them the first 10 minutes of the movie. And he said he wanted a song with a pulp that um, would match up well with boxing gloves, uh, punching into bruised eye sockets. And and I think the song <laughs> does that very well. Uh, it, 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 it builds and builds. Um, it, it's got this great uh, staccato guitar riff. Um, you know, the 80s, um, when people talk about what is uh, like the, an 80s sound, uh, there's a lot of different sounds that were popular in the 80s. And I think this is a very good example of the hard rock sound uh, that was popular in the 80s. So yeah. Yeah, that's a song I still listen to um, to this day. And I love it. Yeah. Like like you said, that guitar part in the beginning, that staccato palm, you're the but then you're the bump, 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 and great guitar riff. Yeah. You know, it was like one of the all time, all time classics. And it works a hell of a lot better than another one bites the dust would have. I love Queen. Yeah, I love yeah. that song, but like I can't that song that wouldn't fit. That wouldn't fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That <laughs> I guess maybe that was around the time that he was directing "Staying Alive" and "Rhinestone," and he was <laughs> in on more danceable stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, good pick. Uh, scales, hit us. 
What you got? All right. I'm going the same year as big. I think you said 82, right? Yep. All right. So this, I'm going off the album Thriller, which dropped in 82. This was the third single off the hit album Thriller. This is Beat It by Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> thank you. That was good. Thank you. Um, I just... Four time certified platinum record. I mean, what more can you say about this song? It's an all time classic. Um, you know, it's still popular today, still played today. It still sounds just as good as it did 40 or, you know, between 30, 40 years ago. Um, obviously, you have uh, Eddie Van Halen's guitar solo in this song right there, Cass. Just beat it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was there a. a I don't know much about the backstory of this song. Was there a good relationship between the two? Like, do you know anything between Eddie Van Halen and Michael Jackson? Or was it just for this song? Like, were they? They didn't really know each other. I don't remember. I don't know if they met somewhere, but like Eddie was just brought in to guest on the album. It's not like they were tight beforehand. Yeah. Um, and Eddie actually changed around the solo section a little bit to make it more friendly for like him to play on. Oh, wow. Um, a lot of people think that he played all the guitars on it. He didn't. He just played the the solo. I think Steve Lukather played all the uh, rhythm tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, he went in, he cut two takes. That's it. They just used wow. the best one. And yeah, and <laughs> so that good. like Van Halen were big, but because he played on the Thriller album and he played on this song, that's what launched them because then they came out in 1984 with the album 1984. And then that's when they had Jump, Panama, Hot for Teacher. Oh, wow. I didn't know so, that this... Yeah, so like Eddie Van Halen was very well known and so was Van Halen, but not the same level as Michael Jackson. And then because he's on an MJ record, then Van Halen became superstars from that. Wow. Good. F- I didn't I didn't know any of that. That's and su- supposed, cool. supposedly, so the, the section right before the solo, you know, there's that like that knocking sound. Mm-hmm. No, supposedly, like I think Eddie was warming up or something and the producer was knocking on the door. I don't know if that's true <laughs> or not, but that's, that's uh, uh, interesting uh, tidbit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's my pick, you know, in this music video, which is also classic, you know, Michael Jackson is able to to put to halt a, a gang warfare with, with a with a dance segment. So yeah. what more can you say about this? Guy? No, it, it's amazing. Is, <laughs> does he have the red jacket in that one? Yeah, he does. Yep. Oh, he has it in uh, Thriller, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. it's the same, but it's the yeah, it's a it's a it's a Michael <laughs> yeah. Jackson jacket. Yeah. It's classic. It's, like, it's kind of like a West Side Story. Yeah, it is exactly. That's what I remember. Yeah. I rewatched it again today. Definitely gives you West Side Story vibes, and um, yeah. West Side. And I remember <laughs> on pop up video, learn say Ooh, I think pop up video. Were, yeah, that they uh, those, that are, those are supposed. Yeah, those are supposedly real gang members. I think. Oh yeah, there, that's right. There was uh, I looked that up too. Eighty of the people that were eighty of the extras or actors, whatever you want to call them, that were in the video were actual actual Bloods and Crips. Michael Jackson wanted them wow. in this video. Wait, really? This was like a message of you know, <laughs> oh, putting geez. an end to, to gang violence. And he actually got gang members oh, in Jesus. the video. Yeah, crazy. I, crazy. To see, I didn't know that. I seen the news like two weeks after that. Like <laughs> there, was a, there was a dance standoff between Bloods and Crips in the street. <laughs> Nobody was left dead, but everybody was left amazed. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I, I like the way the one guy dances. Doesn't he pull the move like? <laughs> like pulls one of the <laughs> <laughs> uh i'll go and we'll save duff for last i one of my favorite songs from the 80s is just can't get enough by depeche mode i love depeche mode um this is not 
typical Depeche Mode sound that's a lot happier and brighter because Depeche Mode's first album is Speak and Spell, and their main songwriter was Vince Clark. And Vince Clark left right after this album was released, and he went on to form Yaz or Yazoo, depending on if you're talking about in America or England. Um, Duff, I know that you like. We were supposed to play one of those songs at an open mic, and then COVID happened. Um, and then after Yaz, he went on to form Erasure. So, like, he has a kind of identifiable a movie set. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Erasure. <laughs> yeah. Erasure. <laughs> Erasure, um, but his his writing is a lot happier than what came later on. So just just can't get enough. To me, it sound it's like it's a little bit bubblegum poppy, but it also harkens back to my ears to like to doo-wop and even barbershop style harmonies. Um, and it's just very infectious. You know, you hear the line "just can't get enough" so many times in the song. And that's how I feel about that line. Like, I just can't get enough of it. I'm a sucker for vocal harmony and the harmonies in that song are just on point. There's that whole section in the middle where it's just just can't get enough over and over and over. And then they layer like an extra level of harmony on it. Just a, a good feel good song that I, I was totally unaware of. And I just caught on the radio one day, like in between some uh, years at college. I was like, I love this song. Like, this is a great synth pop song. I wonder what this is. And I, I Googled just can't get enough and found that I was Depeche Mode and was shocked because I know them for like Enjoy the Silence, which is another one of my favorite songs and Personal Jesus. And then, you know, you have this bouncy, you know, bouncy uh, pop song and it's great. The synthesizer so. is like 80s in a nutshell, right? It's just hurt in your head. Yeah. 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 It's ear candy. Yeah, it's the like, whole song's absolutely. ear candy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's perfect. All right, Mr. Duff, don't keep us in suspense any longer. <laughs> All right. Song you love. Um, again, it's not my favorite song from the 1980s, but I thought with the current atmosphere right now, with the uh, now late nitrogen, Bob Saget, <laughs> um, I thought I would pick a 1987 classic, Everywhere You Look by Jesse Frederick. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> I, I thought I thought that would be a uh, you know a touching tribute to Mr. Bob Saget, who uh, you know unfortunately passed away the other day. So um, yeah, I just thought you know it's a song that just kind of gets you feeling good. Obviously, you think of Full House right away, um, but I, I feel like most people know most of the words to it. Um, you're going to hear it. You know, you, you just know what it is, um, and it's just got like a positive vibe to it. Um, and, you know, if you again, I think we talked about this uh, on a prior uh, episode, but, you know, he also did a few of those songs like, you know, Full House, uh, Family Matters, uh, Perfect Strangers, Step by Step. So this guy, uh, this guy knew what he was doing. So, yeah, 1987. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Now, Duff, I have a question for you about the Full House theme song. So in our TGIF episode, you alluded to there being the extended version of the intro for that and for other shows. Is is the does the song have more verses? Like, does it have extra sets of lyrics? Um, like, does it have another uh, chorus? Or is it just, yeah, like, uh, extended instrumentally? No, it, it's got extra words into it. Like, I think every now and again, they would play an extended version on the intro. But if you listen, if you actually just, like, look up the song and listen to it, I don't know if it's on Spotify or something, but if you actually listen to the song, it's got the full verse in it, and there's going to be parts in there where you're like, oh, yeah, I don't remember that part. Um, there's definitely more, you know, lyrics to the whole song. It's it's definitely extended. 
Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I thought that would be a, a good fit for today for, uh, yeah, it's, for a good, it's a good, happy song. Agreed. Us, yeah. Have some happy thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. Nice. All right. I'm going to throw this over to Senor Scales, a song that you hate from the eighties. Tread lightly, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be consensus. I don't know if I offend anyone with this one. And I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but, uh, I'm going to go with Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the rain. Do you like that song too, Cast? Oh man, I do. <laughs> I do. I mean, aren't these these guys are con artists. I mean, <laughs> what are we talking about here? But no. So, what are you talking about? Is the question because it's not it's not like a team of computers got together and faked the song. Like, yeah, Robin Fab, the guys who we thought were Millie Vanilli, didn't do it, but there were actual songwriters and musicians who had to write and play it and sing it. Like, it's a good song. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like. I don't like this. I don't like the the song. I don't like the story of the song. I don't like the lyrics. I, don't, I mean, I just don't. But you're breaking up with a girl, and you're just gonna you're gonna blame it on the rain. Like that's just. Well, you never done that before. No, I never. Maybe the snow, not the rain, though. I mean, I, on, I thought you were blaming it on the chocolate rain before. Oh, oh Zande, shout out! Nice. That's a 2000s episode. That might have to be. Uh, oh yeah, I, I know. I'm I'm extending this a little bit, but I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> Yeah, what, about blame it on the, what about Blame It on the Drain by Weird Al? I don't know if I've ever heard that one. Is that, is that real? <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, it's it's a couple of Millie. It's like a Millie Vanilli style parody. What is it? Um, don't Forget My Plumber instead of uh, Don't Forget My Number and Blame It on the Drain. Classic. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to okay, you when we're yeah, off, off. Mike. Hit us with your song that you hate from the 80s. Uh, so I'm going with uh, Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bengals. All right. That's all the time we have for today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just never making um, And it's one of those songs where if it comes on like Pandora, like I'm using a skip. If it comes on the radio, I'm turning the channel. And I just wanted to like, oh. and never listen to it because I hate it. I just wanted to listen to it. Just to make sure it's a bad song. So I listened to it. <laughs> and uh, I do have to give it a little bit of credit. The bass line in the song is is really good. I yeah. think the lyrics on uh, in the song are terrible. Super corny, super gimmicky. I just don't like those kind of songs. I hate the dance. The music video. Yeah, Statue of Liberty doing it. It's just... It's, <laughs> Stupid. The lyrics are like all the cops in the donut shop are walking like an Egyptian. It's like, come on, bitch. <laughs> all the cops in the donut shop say And one legitimate <laughs> I will give, it just the song doesn't have a real chorus. Yeah, it's the, the chorus is a little weak, but yeah, I love I, it. Yeah. And the video is fun too. The video is fun. The video is fun. <laughs> it, it's a fun song. It's just like Susanna Hoffs, that's like an iconic like eighties, you know <clears throat> woman, you know, like that everybody loved. Yeah. I, I just I don't I tend to not go for those kind of <laughs> corny I, I would classify it as corny. Yeah. That's fair. All like, right. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but certain songs, especially eighty songs, you're not always looking for what makes the most sense. Um it's funny that has been in the running sometimes when we've been doing these things of one of the ones I was going to pick that I love, but okay. I'm not going to, oh, wow. I'm not going to lay into you that much. You know, you're our guest. Here. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people love it. Don't to be invited back. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but, 
What'd you say, Mike? Sorry. I think it's kind of divisive. I think it's I think it's a love it or hate it kind of song. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's a fun song. Like you're not gonna get much deep meaning from it, but I, I love that song. Yeah. Duff. Play it on us. Let me read you what I wrote here. It's quick and easy. Um, I didn't pick a song. I picked a specific group that just irritates me. Um, and this might offend some people, but I wrote anything you two, comma, Bono sucks. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> I, I'm just not, a, I'm not a fan of you two. Um, I, they're, they just kind of irritate me a little bit. Um, I, it's, I, there's nothing that catches me when I'm listening to them. And I know, you know, they're, they've made a big influence on a lot of people, you know, I don't know. It just, it, they don't do it for me. I find them irritating and Bono just sucks to me. I'm sorry. So what, so weird. what you're saying is you've listened to a lot of U2 songs and you'd want to find one you like, but you still haven't found what you're looking for. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have for tonight. folks. Uh, <laughs> uh I, I was with Being, you there for uh, a while. I hated you two for a bit, but I've like I've come back full well, circle. I, I, was they, it? I bet I know when you changed. It was at our orientation in college because it was a beautiful day. Oh God, <laughs> Cast! It's funny that you. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful day. Beautiful day is a good song. Beautiful day. Uh, yeah. I don't. I think. love where the, where the streets That's have fair. no name. With or without yeah. you. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. Those are just so good. One moment is a really good song. Uh, Sunday, bloody Sunday. Yeah, they have some good songs. I, I'm with you as as a concept. YouTube bothers the shit out of me, but great songwriters. Uh, they have they have so many so many hits that that are good. That's a lot that'll change as soon as they come. I mean, on. there's there's plenty of people out there who are great songwriters, great musicians. I just don't like their music, yeah. and this yeah. is a an example of that. But there's a little extra, you know, salt there. It's just that Bono sucks. Yeah, there's there's something yeah. inherently <laughs> aggravating about Bono. Yeah, saying, a little bit. Scales, you were starting to say something. Oh no, I was cut you off. <laughs> yeah, there was a. I just saw a meme like right in between. Uh, I was doing something earlier and it was a YouTube uh, meme and it was, you know, the, the meme where it's the guy and the girl laying in bed and the girl's like, I hope yeah, he's not yeah. thinking about other girls. Oh, that's yeah. what the, guy was, the guy was saying, I wonder if Bono ever found what he was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It's so good. Oh God. All right. I've been trying to put off talking about this piece of crap song, but Betty Davis Eyes by Kim Carnes. <laughs> what a piece of cow flop of a song. Like, it's... What is that? It's, what, is a, it's, what is a cow flop? I don't know. I heard it in maybe Caddyshack 2. <laughs> I think I heard Randy Quaid say it in a movie. <laughs> I don't know where I heard it. It's... The song warped my brain. That's why I said cow flop. It's just awful. And same, Mike. Like, I went back and listened to this song before we came on here just to make sure that I hate it as much as I do. I hate it even more now than I did before. Cause I didn't know what the words were. The lyrics are terrible. First of all, like she sounds like a female Rod Stewart. I'm not a big Rod Stewart fan, but if anything, I don't <laughs> want a female singer to sound like Rod Stewart even more than I don't want Rod Stewart to sound like Rod Stewart. Um, her voice sounds like nails on a chalkboard. It's very 80s production. I love 80s music, but some 80s production is not good. I'll admit, I like the I like the 
guitars on it because it sounds kind of like Andy Summers from the police. Uh, you know, that like chorused out, like, you know, big, like washy, watery sound. I have some lyrics here. Um, she's precocious and she knows just what it takes to make a pro blush. That's ass oh. lyric writing. Pro blush. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Pro you're trying blush. to trying to name you're trying to rhyme precocious, knows just, and pro blush. Yeah, I'm all about horrible. bending words, but be clever about it. Uh, just like the vocal phrasing on there, the and she'll tease you and unease you. <laughs> I don't know how anybody could listen to that and be like, yeah, that's good. I like that. I think it won a Someone Grammy. I was going to say, Aaron I think Neville. it won a Grammy. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who likes Aaron Neville. <laughs> can, I, can I push back a little bit, uh, Cass? Please do. Because, I... you know, I'm not like super familiar with the song, but I listened to it today. And I think, uh, I, I, you know, I don't love the song, but I don't think it's a terrible song. I think it's got a good synth riff. And I was just, I just, I was just getting this vibe. Like, have you seen the movie uh, Drive with like Ryan Gosling? And I was just like, I could picture Ryan Gosling just driving around in his black Mustang and this song. Like, it, it, it's not on the soundtrack, but I could just picture it in that movie. I just, I don't know. It has a, it has a kind of a, I think it has kind of a cool vibe. <laughs> to it. I, I, I don't think it's terrible. I don't know. I, I like the synth riff. I don't know. I, I, I don't like it. it. Like all, all I hear when I hear the chorus, you got better Davis eyes. I'm like, clear your throat. <laughs> That's all I can think. And you know, I heard this song when I lived in Brooklyn. There was a Rite Aid up the block from me, and I swear, you ever have one of those moments where you feel like you're in the Truman Show? It's like, is everybody watching? All of my least favorite songs of all time were played in that Rite Aid when I was there waiting in line, and I couldn't leave because I was waiting in line. <laughs> I heard this. you don't like it. What? Maybe that's why you don't like it. No, it, it was after already deciding that I hate this song. I heard a, a, you guys know that I hate this. I would never name this during one of these throwdowns because it's from the 70s. But have a good time by Paul Simon is a real piece of shit. And I like Paul. I know Simon. you love that song. Ed, I've never heard that song anywhere other than on <laughs> the greatest hit CD I have. And like the song makes me nauseous. It's so bad. I was waiting in line and it came on. I actually looked up. I was like, is this a joke? Like, what are you kidding? And I had to stand there. I was like <laughs> waiting to cash out to pick up a prescription or something. Yeah. So I've heard that song and Betty Davis eyes standing in line at Rite Aid. And it made me hate it even more. That's, fair. that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Good. Well. That's all the time we have for this week after getting all riled up. <laughs> uh, we hope you like what you saw. Please remember to like this video, comment, subscribe, ring the bell so you can stay up to date with all the videos that we put up and send us an email. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like us to cover. Uh, let us know in the comment section what some of your favorite and least favorite songs are from the 80s. Um, follow us on social media at Throwbacks Tech the Drone Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And we will see you next week. Goodbye and thank you for joining. And Mike, thank you for being here for the ride with us. Thank you for having me, guys. Toodaloo.